Most store owners think of returns, refunds, and exchanges as a necessary evil, but it doesn't have to be that way. If done well, they could be a huge conversion trigger for your customers. Did you know that 91% of shoppers say they consider a store's return policy before placing an order? That's kind of crazy. So why do you hate it? Because it's a time-consuming pain, right? Plus they're a potential customer service nightmare. Well, not anymore. Bold makes a great app for managing the entire returns process. It's called the Bold Returns Manager, and it gives your customers a portal where they can submit returns, track them through the process, and it gives you a portal where you can review, approve, decline, and manage everything about them. You create all your policies that you want to allow, whether it's returns or exchanges, credits, whatever, and then apply it to what product should have that policy, and you're set. It's got a great backend for managing all the returns, making notes in them, and statuses that automatically keep your customers updated along the way. So stores are always trying to find better ways to compete, more than just on price. And a solid return policy and a smooth way to implement it is a great alternative to competing on price. Especially if you're in fashion and apparel, you know returns are such a big factor. So the Bold Returns Manager app has thought of everything. And if you're ready to take your returns to the next level, you need to try it. You can try it out for free for two months by heading to ethercycle.com bold. That's ethercycle.com bold. What's the number one customer support request you get? I bet it's, hey, where's my order? My friends at Ventov, makers of SEO Meta Manager, have a solution for this. It's called Order Lookup, and it lets customers look up their orders, right, good name, with either their email or order number, reducing the order inquiries you get in your inbox. We use it on our own high-volume Shopify Plus client stores, like Hoonigan and Yvonne Stells to provide real-time order info to customers with a fully customizable order lookup page so you can keep that thing on brand. And hey, if you're a dropshipper, it even works with ePacket. You can get a seven-day free trial when you search order lookup in the App Store. I was recording that, and the levels look good. <laughs> uh, have you have you caught up on sleep and restarted your BM cycle schedule after traveling? <laughs> yes, I have actually been pooping back on my normal schedule. Yeah, I slept good Friday night. Oh, it took me two days of sleep to catch up after all that craziness. Well, you have kids. I have nobody. Yeah, so, there's no sleeping in. So alone. <laughs> I mean, other than you're married and live with your wife. <laughs> like, ignoring that part. Ignore, yeah, she doesn't count. Uh, all right, so we just got back from Toronto. We were there for Shopify Unite, their fourth annual partner and developer conference. Paul, how was it? The announcements were top shelf. So, by the numbers, yeah, for sure, if we're doing Shopify Unite superlatives, the announcements at this event were by far the craziest, most unexpected, newsworthy stuff that has ever come out of any Unite. Like, I don't think there's any question on that. And you're the expert because you got your fourth Unite pin, which is the most number of Unites anyone can be have gone to. Yeah, I've so, done all four. <laughs> I've only been to two. So you've been to half of them. I've been to half of them. Yeah. Uh, and certainly we'll be, we'll be going to the rest of them. So yeah, this Unite, it was crazy because it was... Each year they get a little bigger, but this one, the leap in size was dramatic. Went from 
you know, the previous years were under a thousand. This one was like closer to two thousand. Yeah, I think they said uh, last year was eight hundred. This year was seventeen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So more than doubled. Plus, you have like all the. It's a great honor for Shopify staff to be able to go to Unite. You have to like. I've heard they have to make the case for why they should go. Uh, but they had two hundred. Yeah, there was only Shopifolk. there was only one random Shopify worker I was able to corral with my needs. Listen, I'm sure you <laughs> talked to more than you realize. They walked among us. I know. Well, no, it's on the, on their badges. It's true. Before we dive into the announcements, the couple cool things: uh, the guys at Gorgeous and Shogun took a whole bunch of people out to dinner, uh, and it was in the restaurant that's in the CN Tower, and it rotates. I have never been in a rotating tower restaurant, so that was super cool. Uh, and the the after party, this has to be like the craziest after party they've ever done. The one there's one uh, year two in San Francisco was in City Hall. That was pretty cool. But this thing I did not realize in Toronto they have nightclubs that are like Vegas pool ultra lounges. I mean it was just wild. And then Lupe Fiasco played and accused us of being Illuminati. None of that's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Also, he called that he called us Spotify a couple times. He, he was getting a paycheck. I don't yeah. blame him. Yeah, I liked last year's after party more because it was a giant arcade. And rec everyone, Room. A lot of people liked Rec Room. Yeah, it was just a bunch of free play. Everyone was playing games. There was like VR stuff. This year, it was at the club, and I'm not a guy that goes to the club. This had that outdoor area, and so I basically, like, yeah, I'm not big on, and partly because I have tinnitus, I'm not big on clubs anymore. Uh, that totally aged me. Um, so mostly hung outside, but it, you had this like dramatic view of the Toronto skyline. Anyway, I know people are like, we don't care. Please tell us about the new features. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the big one, the huge one, the thing they announced last on day one, the Shopify Fulfillment Network. And I love the thing they did about this. So the Shopify Fulfillment Network is uh, Shopify has, has, currently has, present tense, a bunch of warehouses all across America and as a Shopify store owner, you can distribute your products to those warehouses and Shopify will pick them and pack them and ship them for you for a greatly reduced rate, obviously, than what you are paying now. Plus, since the warehouse network is distributed, you can offer much faster shipping to all of your customers. And they didn't say this on stage, but it's literally, we're going after Amazon. But they never said Amazon on stage. It was very clear they're talking about Amazon. <laughs> Let's be honest. Is they basically built a competitor to fulfillment by Amazon. And what they claim this is not like we're gonna do it, it's down the road. This is a thing that exists right now. And true to their you know, they're they're always saying, hey, we're gonna give more value than we take. Um, and it, you know, it's, we're democratizing e-commerce. The fulfillment network is open to any warehouse 3PL that wants to apply as a partner right now to expand this thing rapidly. So I know there's international people saying, oh, it's U.S. only. That's only a matter of time before that goes international. I mean, there's no way. I'm fully confident in that. Undoubtedly. I mean, no, I'm, that's entirely unofficial. No one told me that. But it's, it's a, I think it's a safe, safe prediction. That, yeah. Um, but they said two days to deliver. Okay, clearly we're, we're talking about Amazon Prime level speed here. No gods but shipping, man. This is so cool. 99.9% .9 order accuracy. Uh, multi-channel support, so even if the order comes through somewhere else and then into your Shopify store, it will still fulfill it. It doesn't just have to be online store orders uh, that get fulfilled. It supports no more cardboard smiley box from Amazon. It supports custom packaging and branding. Your packaging. Yeah. 
Am- see, when your customers buy from Amazon, fulfilled by Amazon, and you ship it that way, they don't feel like they're buying it from you. They're just buying a product from Amazon. They don't know it's from you. Very transactional. Yeah, So because it's all Amazon branded the whole way through. So, yeah, that, that's gone with this. Uh, returns and exchange support. So they will, rather than the customer send the item back to you, the merchant, they can send it back to the warehouse, which is nice. So it just goes back. You don't have to deal with it. And currently, the beta is complete. You can apply for early access to it at shopify.com slash fulfillment. So long as uh, you are between 10 and 10,000 orders a day. Now, I know there's some people who are like, oh man, 10 orders a day. I don't get that consistently. They are working on it. It will... Potentially later this year, they didn't give a timeline, they just said later, and generally later. from the Based on these announcements, later meant later this year, but who knows. They said merchants of every size, three to 30,000 orders a day. That's yeah. pretty good. And if you're over 10,000 orders a day, God bless, you don't need our help. <laughs> yeah, you're building your own warehouse at that point. <laughs> so yeah, this is, this is spectacular. They're, ever since the moment they announced this, their stock has been absolutely banging, and I think it's because of this announcement. It's really just the best of both worlds. Uh, Amazon, you know, you sell on Amazon, you get access to them just being logistical gods and handling all of that stuff for you. But there's all the downsides of Amazon, which is it's all Amazon branded. You don't build the relationship with your customers. You don't get their emails. You don't get any of that information. Plus, there's all the shady dealers on Amazon looking to see what sells more and looking to copycat you and rip you off. The uh, Oh, and the thing I, I missed, they have, it has predictive inventory management. Like, they'll predict Oh, yeah, what you your... just send your goods to one warehouse, to the nearest one to you, and then the Shopify system will distribute it, distribute your products throughout its own internal system of warehouses. You don't got to worry about it. So cool. Uh, any other thoughts on the Shopify Fulfillment Network? Uh, it is the top thing, and you should do it <laughs> to get that cheap shipping, get that fast shipping. I don't know how cheap it is. Maybe they're going to gouge you on it. Uh, they also, on day two, and I was busy. I was shooting B-roll, doing interviews. I didn't miss this. All right, I missed this. They were talking about uh, performance improvements to Shopify. So they said liquid rendering happens eight times faster, so you'll get a, a much faster time to first bite, which is realistically that's the metric that Google Analytics uses when it's showing your your uh, site speed. Mm-hmm. They said there's going to be a, a performance dashboard built into it. And because I didn't attend it in like that talk, I'm kicking myself because Googling it now, I can't find info about it. I think it's I on think the partner s- portal side. That there's going to be some sort of performance dashboard. I don't know the specific place it's going to be, but to go back to our... Uh, angry podcast from a few weeks ago about Google PageSpeed Insights. You no longer have to rely on that dumb, crappy tool. Hopefully, Shopify is going to be providing you with your own performance dashboard to look at and see what the problems are. I mean, any merchants are obsessed with performance at the moment, and they should be. Faster sites are better. No one wants a slow site. So any announcements and push into performance, reliability, scalability is always welcome. No one's going to be like, ugh, I'm so mad that my car's faster, right? That it is a uh, a good thing. I think you told me. Did you tell me this that the that the back end is going to support WebP images? You told me that. I thought you told me that. That's one of the performance announcements. Is yeah, it'll support WebP, so you'll get a slightly higher score. Are you sure? A hundred percent. That it's going to do that since we both just told each other. I. It's coming back to me now. Josh Highland gave me Josh Highland for Ventov. All right. Gave me the rundown. All right. 
WebP is an image format that's better than JPEG. It's you know the same quality as JPEG, but a smaller file size. So but previously, Shopify didn't support that. But now they're just going to support it on the fly. You upload the JPEGs to your store, and then Shopify will convert it to WebP for browsers that can show it, which is all of the browsers other than mobile Safari. Apple get on that. Oh, we're going to save the, the online store announcements for last. Uh, and I do want to tease something. A bonus episode comes out tomorrow with a new, extremely exciting announcement feature thing that I can't tell you any more about that was not announced at Unite and that we, we've, we heard about, we know about, and we will be officially able to tell you Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah, this is big, guys. Like, this is a thing that is stage, key, stage keynote-worthy announced by Shopify that they didn't announce at Unite because their partner... Uh, told them they had to wait until there's a, tomorrow. Yeah, there's an embargo. There's a big, there's a big embargo on it. We have a bonus episode tomorrow telling you about this big announcement. You got to hear about it. It is, it, it would, it's going to be big for your store. I promise. The and it's not going to cost you anything extra. We're going to work backwards from less to more exciting for the, the rest <laughs> of the announcements. So we'll start with a, a couple of changes to the way apps work. If you're an app developer, you already know, like, hey, the updated Shopify app bridge, you get one library to rule them all. So basically, apps are going to look, as a merchant, what this means for you is these changes mean um, apps are going to work better, more natively, faster, uh, and they're going to be more stable. So in the past, when Shopify said, hey, we're going to change uh, how your application has to interface with us, they basically said, all right, here's, there's a date, and you have to do it by this date and it was a pretty short timeline often because they wanted to, to push these things out. Um, they're adding API versioning, which is going to keep apps, especially ones that aren't maintained, like maybe a custom private app you had built, it's going to keep those from breaking nearly as, as quickly as they would have in the past. Uh, I think uh, the other one that's kind of cool, uh, point of sale. It seems like every year they update the, the point of sale hardware. It gets better every time. Um, they completely rewrote the software. So if you use point of sale... It looks cool. It's got like a dark mode to it. Um, it supports cart extension apps. So uh, apps are going to work better, have more extensibility. And this is really cool. Point of sale now ties into your online store. So in your online store, there will be an option to offer buy online, pick up in store. And then that works with the point of sale system. So they're a little tighter integration there. Um, and they have a new, new hardware that's a tap and chip case uh, for mobile orders that goes on your phone. So if you've ever like bought something in the Apple store where they don't have the cash registers, it's essentially that hardware. Um, and it doesn't have the Shopify logo. You print it with your own custom logo, which I thought was pretty cool. In the admin, they're adding shipping profiles and order editing. Oh, my God. One of the most requested features forever. Order editing. Just a nice customer service convenience for you. Uh, and shipping profiles. This is great. So in the past, we had to write like con either use Shopify scripts on Plus to for edge case scenarios like this product can't ship via air you know we had a, a client that had that problem what shipping profiles let you do is assign shipping rules that are product specific so if you have that problem and you've got some some janky workaround for it guess what your life just got easier that leaves two announcements uh or two more groups we got to talk about plus so uh plus you've got a new interface that gives you a centralized view of multiple stores which is nice if you've been running, um, let's say you've got your stores in multiple languages or you know, it's localized um, or you've got wholesale. You Now you've got like one dashboard you can log into and see everything. It's a multi-store dashboard that shows you customers, orders, flow automations, etc. which is very convenient. 
they're going to add down the road um, cloning and store sync. So currently, if I, you want to you know, spin up a clone store, you got to email uh, your contact at Shopify, have them do it for you, and they're good. You know, it happens in like 48 hours. Um, but you'll be able to do it yourself, which is nice. And the you can also manage your staff all in one place. So in the past, if you had multiple stores, you got to add people to each store individually. Now you've got from that central dashboard, you can manage it. And this one they said uh, it will launch in the coming months. So this one is sooner rather than later. Hold up. We'll hear more after this quick break. Support for this podcast comes from Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your Shopify store. It works with your existing email and chat tools, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler provides on-demand, US-based customer service specialists to answer your customers' most common questions. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat with 24-7 Simpler specialists. Find out more at simpler.ai. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I. And now back to the show. Hit me. That brings us to, from there, we get to the online store. Paul, what's your favorite thing that they're adding to the online store? Throughout the week, people kept asking me, oh, what's your what's your favorite announcement that, that, got, that got made? And I was like, what's the biggest announcement or what's my favorite? Because the <laughs> biggest is the fulfillment set. For sure. Systems. But my favorite is site-wide sections which is going to make every store so much better. It's not even funny. Uh, right now, if you've poked at your store a little bit, you know you have sections on the homepage that you just get to drag and drop different sections in the customized theme tool and fill them all out yourself, and you get to have all this customization. Uh, that's currently supported on other pages like product pages, but the problem with that, with the way it currently is, is the sections you drop in on product pages show up on every single product page unless you do a bunch of shenanigans involving different product templates and all this other stuff. That's a big pain in the ass. So what they're doing now is you're going to have page-specific sections. You want one of your products to have a really baller, long product page, you can do that now with Shopify sections. So you don't have to custom do it. And it's super cool. Uh, I think it's going to really help conversion rates because you get to get to shape the pay every single product page individually according to how you think that product needs to be sold. Uh, you get to do this with just like regular pages on your store. It's just totally site-wide individualized, and that is super cool, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, if you're a, you know, if you currently had a um, a page builder app in the Shopify store, this probably made you a little nervous because that's uh, where this is getting into. So those things where you're like, oh, you know, I got to use page builder, build landing page. This is just a natural extension of, of sections that, I mean, it was a safe guess that this feature set was going to come to us eventually and i'm thrilled to see it here uh yeah i'm super thrilled especially since for our big client the day before we left for unite i did a big long crazy thing involving like nine different meta fields so they could modify all their product pages individually well and, and then literally 48 hours later shopify was like oh we announced this thing we're doing now where you don't have to do that ever again the, it was like something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Well, at the same time, though, it's like they announced <laughs> it. It won't be available. It's not going to be available till. let's be honest, uh, it got asked and they said, oh, well, we hope to have it by the fall, but if it's too close to Black Friday, right. we're not going to implement it because we don't want to screw people up before Black Friday. So realistically, you're not seeing this until next year. Yeah, that would be a safe guess. And I pressed the guy, um, uh, someone on the themes, te- I, themes team, I really pressed him. All he would say was, it'll probably be a Tuesday. Yeah, now, whether that uh, Tuesday is next week or next year was not said. Uh, Tuesday between today or the end of time. Yeah. So, 
I gave him a hard time and he couldn't give me, he wouldn't give it to me. It's okay. I saw that dude, he was wearing a, when he was coming in on the third day, he was wearing an R.A. Dickey jersey. And R.A. Dickey is a knuckleball pitcher who pitched for the Blue Jays for a while. And I was like, R.A. Dickey. And he was like, you everyone gives me shit for R.A. Dickey because they don't think he's cool. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like 43, he throws a knuckleball. He was cool as hell. And he's like, thank you. He's like, no one thinks R.A. Dickey's cool. I'm like, R.A. Dickey's awesome. He was on my fantasy team. I won my league that year. He was on the Mets. But uh, I connected with that dude. Good. <laughs> Uh, the other thing with sections is apps are going to be able to add them now. So rather than the nightmare of like, go drop this code snippet into your theme and hope it ends up in the right spot, or ask a developer to do it and hope nothing breaks, apps are now going to be able to add their widgets as sections to your theme so that you can more easily place them drag and drop style. And that's good, especially, I'm sure app developers all went, hooray! Yeah. Because it's le- this is less support for them and more flexibility and customization for merchants. We definitely went hooray. With Crowdfunder. Oh, yeah. Thrilled. Like Crowdfunders are supporting that stuff the day it's allowed. <laughs> oh, content portability. This was great. So right now, if you've ever changed themes, you quickly discover the content that lives in your store and the content that lives in your theme. Big, big pain. As you quickly discover, like, oh, all right. So colors, typography, like navigation lived here in the store and product lived in the store but all these like theme specific things live in the theme so you have to like essentially do the work twice like literally all the page content was all the homepage content was written inside sections so now that when you installed a new theme uh that's all gone now yeah because the theme has different sections so they've added uh this concept of content portability very welcome all content now lives outside the theme which will wildly simplify changing themes in the future Certainly, there will still be work to set up a theme, but it, we're divorcing um, style and content, which is like really core to the idea of web development for the last 20 years. So it's nice to see that being fully adopted here. And that again, like all that, all those announcements, the official line is available later this year. Okay, great. I hope, I really hope, because I, I want to get my hands on it so bad. So excited about this. It may happen because the developer preview is available now. So theme developers already have access to this um, and are able to start working on implementing support for it. All right. So the next thing is native video on product pages. And which I mean is instead of product photos, you could have product videos. The product photos section is now just going to be product media. You can add photos, you can add videos, you can add 3D rendering uh, to have renderings of your products. You could have AR stuff. So they could see how big the product is in the, in their actual life uh, through the fo- through a phone AR kit. Because I am the king of video coding, I got all up in the grill of the guys that were doing the video demos and asked them a bunch of hard questions about how they were going to handle this to make sure that they were doing it right. And I can <laughs> <laughs> you were gatekeeping what I, constitutes I, correct video encoding. I for wasn't them. gatekeeping so much as I was like, okay, well, there's going to be customers. There's going to be store owners that like have two gig videos that they recorded directly on their iPhone. And then they're just going to drag and drop it into the store. And I'm like, are you guys going to serve up a two gig video? I doubt it. Are you going to throw up an error message? Like, is it going to be, so what was the answer? The answer was that Shopify, whatever you give them, I think they said there's a one gig limit of what you can give them. Uh, they will transcode it into H.264 video, which is the best universal video codec that's supported right now. They will run it through. It will be a good size. It will autoplay as part of 
uh, your product photos and you just get to have a video of someone using your product or however you want to do it as part of your product photo stack. And I think that is cool as hell and I'm super glad they're doing it. They said uh, they also added, in addition to native video, native 3D support on product pages. So in the past you could get 3D to work, but it was convoluted. Now, no app. You can have augmented reality. That's what it looked like from the demo I saw. Um, augmented reality where we were able to see a and interact with a stroller. They had the actual stroller on the floor, and then they projected the AR stroller right next to it, and it was literally the exact same thing. It was quite extraordinary. And so I'm also I'm putting together a recap video of this, and you'll be able to see that demo um, in that recap video. It the magic is that there's no app for this. This just worked in browser on iPhone. How cool is that? Well, let's throw the caveat in there. You've got to get the 3D file made, which can be a little difficult. You need actual professional outside guys that know how to do this. I don't know how to do it. You don't know how to but do it. But not unreasonable. Especially it's not unreasonable. If, you de- if you designed your own product, you already have the CAD files. You have CAD for files, it. yeah. Like it, I don't think it's a huge leap. Well, you gotta you got to skin it. It depends on the <laughs> complexity of the product, too. Some things are going to be easier than others. But yeah, that's exciting just to see the barriers to entry of 3D dropping, dropping, dropping. Uh, the other cool thing is if you use subscriptions in your store or you've got, uh, like Ezra Firestone's one-click upsell, which is very cool, you know that the limitation of those apps is that they replace the checkout entirely to do their magic. That's a big pain, and it could cause limitations with other apps, can screw up reporting. It's, it works. It's not ideal. Shopify has announced checkout app extensions for native integrations of those apps like subscriptions. So now your subscription app, and they're working actively working right now with Bold recurring or Bold and the, the recurring orders team to do this. So those things will work natively in your Shopify checkout. No more replacement checkout, and you still get to keep the subscription app you're already using. Assuming it's Bold recurring orders or Recharge. Those were the two mentioned by name. They're working hand-in-hand hand with Bold and Recharge to make it all smooth. Multi-currency checkout, which has been available to Plus Merchants, is going to be rolling out to all merchants. Hooray. And if you're currently using a language translation solution like Langify, they're adding a multi-language API that is going to make those apps work significantly better. And that's... There's more. I link to a blog post on Shopify called Everything We Announced at Shopify Unite. And it is, it, it's everything there, uh, as well as the Shopify Plus product roundup. I've got that. New tools to unlock meaningful customer experiences is in the show notes. So if you want more info, grab it there. All this stuff is exciting, super cool, but it's not here yet. Most of it is under the timeline of later this year. Yeah. So if you're like, I want to go jump on this right now, eh, hold your horses. Yeah. Like, we're excited this stuff's coming, but there's the ecosystem is so big, so complicated. Every, now that Shopify's announced it, the rest of us have to catch up to it. But ec- exciting changes coming. I got to go re- my, rewrite my theme to support uh, sections anywhere. Well, and the developer preview's <laughs> available, so you should be able to do that. I'm excited to, to start playing with that. That's really going to prevent a lot of hair pulling from merchants and yeah, ourselves. Yeah, I, I really think it's going to... Because you could just... You could make all your product pages fit in with what you want to do individually and i just think that that's going to be huge now the the theme that they were pushing was that with these changes especially that shopify fulfillment network is that shopify is now the entrepreneurial operating system 
in that like it has really gone beyond it's a storefront it's a SaaS it's now it is this it's a platform it is an ecosystem it's a community and so they're because it's a technology thing they're referring to it as its own operating system for entrepreneurship what if I called it a, f- a full stack selling solution that's less exciting that's less good entrepreneur OS Ugh. you don't like that one I don't like it business OS <laughs> They do my taxes for me. Uh, Avalara helps with your tax reporting. Yes. <laughs> so, the, what was your favorite unite moment? Uh, the gorgeous dinner in the CN Tower was spectacular. Uh, I had been up there as a kid in the observation lounge, but like just eating the restaurant and just having it rotate the whole—you get to see everything. That was cool as hell. Uh, playing space team with you and the rest of the space team—always mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, we had a, a really cool Airbnb. That had extraordinary views. You'll see them in the video. I did some time lapses. Um, they, it looked down into Rogers Stadium, and you could see the billboard, and you could, like, we heard them singing the national anthem. Rogers Center. Rogers Center, With sorry. an E at the end. Ah. <laughs> That's very British. <laughs> no, the the excitement, the fun of Unite is just is reconnecting with, with friends and people that you know, we interact with on Twitter and Slack, but, you know, an email... None of that is the same as seeing someone face-to-face, even for just a few minutes. My favorite, oh, okay, well, my favorite interaction from the Slack group was Ross Alcorn and I were talking. From Shop Creatify? From Shop Creatify, and Ross kind of, Ross is from South Africa, came all the way from South Africa, good job on him, and he leaned in towards me and he goes, I got a question for you. I'm like, okay, and he goes, what's with all the milks? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean, what's with all the milks? He's like, there's all these different kinds of milk in the store. He goes, what's half and half? And I'm like, what do you mean what's half and half? I go, what do you put in your coffee? And he's like, cream? And I'm like, okay, what do you drink? And he goes, milk? <laughs> and I'm like, is there, there's different kinds of milks with different milk fat and whatever? He goes, no, it's just milk. And there's cream. It's the two things. And I'm like, you don't, you don't know a lot about North America, man. We got to have 40,000 different kinds of varieties for stuff. So the, the incredulousness of... What's with all the milks? Really, I really loved it. Hey, can I ask you something? What's going on with all this milk? And was he not perturbed by the fact that it's in bags in Canada? It, it, it's really, it's really mostly a Toronto thing. Is the oh, milk really? in bags? But yes, they have milk. Toronto, uh, you could buy milk in bags, which is weird. Also, they have. It's to reduce plastic waste. It's al- a great idea. Also, they have three percent milk if you want to get a little fat, extra fatty. That's weird. <laughs> That's we have too many milks. I'm with Ross. Three <laughs> percent. That's different, and I don't like it. My other favorite thing was, you know, so I got this bright idea. It involves converting uh, all minor league baseball teams to Shopify because minor league baseball teams' stores are all on, like, cold fusion, and they're terrible. And I've been trying to agitate to get someone at Shopify to help me get minor league baseball on Shopify. So I grabbed someone. It turned out they were from the Plus team. They helped convert large businesses onto Plus. And I was like, this is great. You're the perfect person to talk to. And I ran down my whole plan, and she looked at me very quizzically, and she said, okay, this minor league, is this like also little league, or is that different? <laughs> and I was like, no, minor league baseball is different from little league. Little league is kids. And she was like, oh, because I'm from Belgium, and I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, and I was like, god damn it. <laughs> so basically you just ran up to someone. <laughs> I interrupted her lunch. I was kind Interrupted of her lunch to barf a bunch of nonsense that she didn't understand. Yes. She took my card, though. And said she would look into it, which is what you say when you're blowing off a weirdo. 
That's yeah. Then she later that day threw out a pile of cards in the trash. <laughs> I'm trying to think what my favorite unite moment was. You know, I I think uh, debrief, which is the debrief, was really good. I was so damn tired by the time debrief rolled around that I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have. Yeah, I was conferenced out. So if there's anyone who was like, "Hey, Kurt," and I just kept walking, <laughs> I know I did that to at least one guy, and I apologize. It's just you know days of doing five hours of sleep a night and nonstop talking. I was conferenced out. It, it's tough. It really does. It, it's draining. It took me like two days to recover. But debrief was important. It is totally unofficial. Post uh, took place the day directly after Unite. Uh, and it was panels all day with Shopify partners just discussing, okay, what's the impact of these things? What is the future of it? And I think it was important and practical and cool. Um, it was put on by uh, Kieran Cat, uh, Kier Whitaker, you know, formerly of, of Shopify, and uh, his partner in crime, Cat, on that. And they did a great job. Without a doubt, uh, I'll be attending Debrief event next year. If you're feeling the FOMO, uh, we're going to... I'm going to put together a, a video that encompasses like the, the full experience. I shot 60 gigs of video I got to go through this week. Um, I've included links to all the announcements in the show notes, and you should go to uh, the Shop Unite website, sign up for the newsletter so that you can get the announcement next year and attend. Um, it's certainly it's worthwhile. Cool stuff happens. The announcements are cool. And, but you know, it, it's for the people, it's for the network. I've always said my favorite Shopify feature is the ecosystem, and this is like the way to get plugged into it. So that ends this wrap-up. However, there will be more to wrap up after our big announcement tomorrow. First thing tomorrow morning, big podcast, big announcement, officially from Shopify and other large tech company you will have heard of. They're doing a cool thing together that you will love, and you get to hear about it first from us. So, breaking exclusive scoop, Wednesday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. See you guys. One final note before we go. I wanted to remind you about the one Shopify theme my agency has used more than any other. It's called Turbo by Out of the Sandbox. And as its name implies, it's built for speed. But that's not why I love it. I love it because it's the most configurable, feature-packed theme for Shopify today. Features like predictive search, easy mega menus, infinite scrolling collections, and a ton of page templates. Calling it a theme doesn't do it justice. I think of it as a rapid prototyping tool for Shopify stores. And I've got a special offer for you. You can get it today at a 20% discount when you use the code PODCAST20. You can even try it for up to two weeks, and if you don't love it, Out of the Sandbox will give you a full refund. To check it out now, go to ethercycle.com turbo and use code PODCAST20 at checkout. That's ethercycle.com turbo. If you'd like to help us spread the joy of entrepreneurship, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, the unofficial ShopifyPodcast.com, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on a smartphone, tap or swipe over the cover art of this podcast. You'll find some episode notes, including some details you might have missed. You'll also find offers from our sponsors. Please support our show by supporting them, and thank you. The unofficial Shopify podcast was recorded and hosted by me, Kurt Elster, and produced by my business partner, Paul Rita, for our Shopify partner agency, EtherCycle. Check us out at EtherCycle.com. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. 
If you're looking for more high-quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.